This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. The first week of May is Teacher Appreciation Week, but for the entire month, WonderWorks in Branson is offering some special deals for teachers. We'll find out what they've got going on. Nearly one in five high school students use e-cigarettes. There's now a new campaign aimed at parents. And this summer, the state of Missouri will hold a tribute and pinning ceremony for the state's veterans of the Korean War. It'll be the 70th anniversary of the war's Armistice Day, and it will happen at the Capitol Rotunda in Jefferson City. Missouri Veterans Commission Director and retired Colonel Paul Kirchhoff explains what will happen to Ashley Byrd. When you did this for the Vietnam veterans, it was to repair something that hadn't been done in the state. So right. tell me why, how you set the precedent there and why you're reaching out now to the Korean War veterans. So much like our uh, Vietnam veterans, the Korean War veterans, they came home from Korea. They uh, went back to school, went back to work, uh, went back to their families. They didn't receive the the thanks, the the parades, the uh, the the accolades for the the sacrifices that they made. Uh, you know, like World War II veterans came home, there was generally a parade for them. There was a, the 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 thanks for for their their sacrifices. When I came home from Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, we had the police escorts home. There were the welcome home ceremonies. But our Vietnam veterans and our Korean War veterans, they just didn't have that. And so, this is an attempt to 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 repair that uh, that damage that that lack of of appreciation for their sacrifices and why in korea i know that the vietnam war was a was an embattled war in itself mm -hmm. right it, it, sure. here but the it's often said that the korean war was kind of a a lesser known war an often forgotten war that, that's exactly what it's called the forgotten war uh, and some people would say it wasn't even a war. It was at the time it was called a conflict, not a war. Wow. So that, you know, that plays a part. And then it, it came on the tails of, of World War II itself. So many of the World War II veterans, uh, actually wound up fighting also in Korea. So they, they did their time in, in World War II and then wound up, uh, in Korea as well. So, in uh, World War II, you you knew who you were, why you were there. It was uh, against the fascists. It was to to uh, uh, free the the nations that uh, Germany and Japan had taken over. But there just wasn't that sense in Korea uh, and uh, or Vietnam for that. And and so that it it kind of was uh, uh, considered uh, wrongly a lesser lesser conflict. They were, they were just like in World War II, there were people dying, there were people making the ultimate sacrifices, there were people who uh, made all sacrifices be, uh, uh, all up and down the, the line of, of, uh, of, of, of conflict, just like in World War II, but for some reason, uh, just because of the, the timing of it, probably. And those Korean War veterans that I've had the honor of talking to, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was not simply a conflict. It was Absolutely. a brutal war with brutal conditions. And those that, what what can they, what are they telling us, you know, about that war? And those that survived that are still around being, being recognized. You mentioned this is the folks that really at the end of World War II. So we are losing a lot of those veterans. We are. Uh, you know, you, you say it It, it was uh, a war just like a World War II. If you've ever had a bullet fly by your head, it doesn't matter if it's a conflict or a war. It still feels the same way. Uh, and uh, we are losing a lot of those Korean War veterans, unfortunately. it's that's They're in that age group where 
it's it's time. We need to do everything we can to thank them now because there's there be there are fewer and fewer of them every day. Uh, in fact, they, they probably we're moving toward where in our veterans' homes we have more uh, Vietnam veterans than we do any uh, any other generation. So this is now we need to strike now. We need to thank them now and make sure that they know they're they're uh, being recognized and and uh, appreciated for their sacrifices. And and they will say the same exactly what I said is that. Uh, it was a war. It was a. It, it felt like a war. They were in. They were in grave danger, uh, just like any other war. And uh, they, they should not be forgotten. We're talking with Director Paul Kirchhoff here of, of uh, the Veterans Commission, Missouri Veterans Commission, and about a particular event coming up to recognize these Korean veterans. Uh, you're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. And if you want to hear this again and share this with family and friends, you can also listen to it on our podcast, Show Me Today. Tell me about this event. This is something that we're working ahead on. Want to get as many folks involved, right? Tell Absolutely. us all about the event. So it's, uh, it's the 70th anniversary of the Korean War armistice. Uh, so it's July 27th uh, of 2023 at 10 a.m., which is the exact time when the Korean armistice was signed at 10 a.m. on the on the 27th. So, and it's a it the it's a, an event designed to honor and recognize the Korean War veterans and their families, families sacrificed uh, as uh, just like our the veterans themselves did, just in a different way. So they need to be recognized as well. And it's a it's a, a, a ceremony where we'll have a POW remembrance, uh, and we're we're very fortunate to have Colonel Clark, who was a he was a Vietnam veteran, but he was a POW in the in the uh, Hanoi Hilton. And so uh, he'll do the POW MIA remembrance. And if you've ever met him, that he's he's a very uh, it's very striking to listen to him speak. Uh, I, I I can't think of a higher honor than to have him at this uh, event. We'll have some remarks as well as the pinning ceremony where we'll pin uh, lapel pins on the, the veterans themselves as a uh, thank you for them. Uh, also on site, we'll have the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh, our programs, uh, the homes and cemeteries and the VSP program, will have representation there. Uh, we'll have a will clinic. Uh, our staff attorney is gathering several attorneys throughout the Jefferson City area, and we'll, we'll, we'll provide wills and legal documents uh, at the request of, of those veterans uh, who, who asked for that in, in advance. We'll have the honor flight, uh, University of Missouri, the DAV, Disabled American Veterans, and several others will be on site. So uh, it'll be on the first floor, the rotunda. So it, if you've ever had a uh, been to one of the ceremony on the uh, in the rotunda, you, you know that that it's it's quite a moving uh, place to have a ceremony, and we're looking forward to it. We'll have the adjutant general for the National Guard, we've, and we'll have uh, several of uh, military veterans and officials who are currently serving do the the pinning themselves. So the point is to to let folks know this is happening mm -hmm. and to get them to come out or to get them to get their parents to come out or a lot of this appeal, a lot of our listeners, maybe even grandchildren mm -hmm. of these Korean War veterans. What do they need to know and how do they get their folks there? So you, you bring up a good point. Uh, whenever we whenever we have events or we ask for uh, uh, veterans to attend. A lot of times, it comes from the spouse or the children, and, and and that's important. It's important that we reach out 
to encourage those veterans as uh, a lot of them, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it was a difficult time in their lives and they'd, they'd uh, maybe not always a, a good memory for them, but they, they deserved it to, uh, to have this recognition. Uh, for, as far as the event is concerned, you know, we'll, we'll, there's, there's, uh, we'll have parking out in, uh, around the Capitol uh, available. Uh, just, you'll have to go through the, the main entrance, uh, and there is security to get into the Capitol, but uh, they, they, they do a good job of getting people through rather quickly. Uh, we'll meet at the in, in the rotunda, and then from there we'll, we'll start some of the other events, that mean the, the tables such as the, the uh, Veterans Affairs. We have an opportunity to meet with Veterans Affairs. Our veteran service officers, I, I would, if, if you are a veteran or you're a family member of a veteran and they haven't applied for their veterans' uh, services, their benefits that they earned through their service, uh, we encourage you to, to meet with our uh, veteran service officers or the VA themselves. Just to educate the families, too, about the services that are available to Absolutely. them. So they just need to get there at 10 a.m. on July 27th. Correct, yes. Okay. And are we bringing uh, veterans from the veterans' homes as well? we'll we, will, uh, we will bring as many as we can to the, to the, to the ceremony. Absolutely. Some of, you know, unfortunately, many of the veterans in our our homes are limited in their travel for uh, just they just aren't capable of traveling. But we'll, we will bring as many as we can to the to the capital as well. All right. So we know when to when to be there, what day it is. How do they get registered? Well, there's a couple of ways they can register ahead of time. Uh, one is to go to our website. We'll have it on our website where they can. Uh, uh, it'll be on our banner where it shows. Uh, they can click on our, on that and it'll take you to the registration or call five seven three. Five two two nine zero seven one, and when we 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 want people to register just to make sure that we have enough pins available. We we don't want to leave anybody behind uh, as far as the the pinning ceremony itself. I've been to one or two of these ceremonies, and they're very touching. Hmm. They're very emotional. They are. Um, it's important, I think, for Missourians to see this as well. You don't just have to be a veteran. You you should probably in your course of life participate in some of these just as I uh, encourage people to go to naturalization ceremonies and all those those things that that really recognize the best of of what we do here in, in America but how would you describe one of these ceremonies it's not it's it's very serious and in kind and yet it's 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 very emotional that emotional is a good way to put it uh you know a lot of times uh if if I had a tough week or a rough day i find that going to one of our veterans homes and speaking to those veterans about their what they've done their sacrifices they made it, it's uplifting it, it rejuvenates me it gives me purpose again and i think that that's the case for, that should be the case for any any of our uh, of our state citizens to just speak with a veteran, learn learn a little bit, and and understand what had to happen in order for us to have the freedoms that we we are, are blessed with today. And what do you hear from the veterans that have been recognized? That's just like you did with with uh, the Vietnam War mm -hmm. veterans. What do you hear from them? What is their response to being honored like this? Uh, appreciation and and just thanks for they they. It, it it is a a great event for them. It's an emotional event for them as well to to finally understand that people recognize what they've done, the sacrifices they've made over uh, in in their life to 
to make everything possible. So they, they are very appreciative and, and just to, to be, uh, to be recognized as a, as a, as a veteran is, is something that's, it's powerful, uh, for them as well. All right. So we want to reach out to the veterans of, of the Korean War in Missouri so that they can take part in this celebration of them. Let's go back over how people can learn more about this event and get signed up. I, I would encourage everyone to go to our website, mvc.dps.mo.gov. Or if they need to register uh, by phone, that's 573-522-9071. And if you're like me, you can go Google Missouri Korean War Veterans Penning <laughs> Event, and it should probably lead us in the right direction there. That's probably more my style as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, they can uh, listen again and get all this information on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Thank you so much, Director Kirchhoff, uh, for being here with us to explain this event coming up, and we're, we'll continue to talk about it. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Ashiro's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit asiaretirement.org today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. As a truck driver, I've learned how important road safety is. I know that large trucks need more time and room to stop. That's why I always hang back and follow other vehicles at a safe distance. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving, try to remember to always give trucks extra space when you merge in front of them. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. 
The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, college scholarships for the children of law enforcement, a citizen awareness program, and more. For more information on the USDSA and how you can help, visit usdeputy.org. Welcome back to Show Me Today. Nearly one in five high school students use e-cigarettes. Missouri has launched an anti-tobacco campaign aimed at parents of teens. Elisa Nelson talks to Valerie Howard, Tobacco Prevention and Control Program Manager with the Missouri Department of Mental Health and Senior Services. Youth electronic cigarette use remains an epidemic across the country. So Missouri is is um, is in that boat as well with almost one in five high school students using electronic cigarette products. Um, and so it remains an issue within the state and across the country. Uh, it is the number one used nicotine product for high school-aged youth. Um, and some of that influence, you know, comes from adults, right? So they see other people using it. Um, and so this campaign is really about educating parents to know what is the product, um, what to look for, and how to help, how to have that conversation with their youth about electronic cigarettes and tobacco use in general, um, and again, what to look for. Um, these products uh, are marketed in, in, in pretty sneaky ways, and they can be hidden in a lot of different things um, and disguised so that it's hard to tell that that's what's being used. So I know on our website we have things like can be put in makeup compacts and, you know, flash drives is one of the originals, but in, in pens and watches and in the strings for hoodies, for sweatshirts. Um, so it can be it can be disguised in a lot of different ways, Alyssa, and, and we want to, the campaign is to educate parents and raise the awareness of what does it look like and what are the harms of youth use of this product. I took a look at your website as well. So that's tobaccoischangingmo.org. And I learned a few new things myself, including nicotine toothpicks. I had not heard of those. Um, Correct. How can you tell those apart from a plain toothpick? You really can't. That's that's one of the challenges, right? So that's why, uh, you know, looking at these products and being aware, um, you know, and some of it is looking at the behavior of your child, right? So some of what we see with nicotine addiction in youth mirrors, you know, adolescent, typical adolescent behavior, right? Um, but it also comes with some other behaviors with youth that, that might be signs of youth addiction, um, irritability, moodiness, depression, um, you know, thirst, being very thirsty, those kinds of things. So looking for these types of products in, you know, in your child's room, in their backpacks, you know, looking for things that don't look familiar to you and then looking and observing the behavior as well. Um, can be can be indicators uh, to know whether or not this is something that's being used by your child. And you had mentioned the strings and like a hooded sweatshirt. I had not mm-hmm. heard that one. That is wild. Um, yeah. Yes. The the industry has really gotten very clever 
with um, how they, how uh, youth can use it in a product in open and be pretty discreet about it, um, which is, again, compli- complicating the whole um, youth use issue. Okay, I'm going to ask a really silly question here because I'm far past 21 years old. Um, I've never smoked in my entire life. So how old are people required to be in Missouri to buy tobacco products? Well, that's a good question, Alyssa. In Missouri, the the minimum age to purchase tobacco products is 18. Um, We're one of a few states that have not mirrored the federal law, which is 21. Okay, good to know. Um, And then what about, like, are there certain tobacco products that are, like, banned altogether because they're considered attractive to kids or, you know, but they're still, like, finding their way some way somehow? Yeah, so Missouri's Missouri's tobacco, underage tobacco sales law, it uh, does include the the different tobacco products that um, kids cannot, youth cannot purchase if you're under the age of 18 that you cannot purchase. Electronic cigarettes is included as part of that um, that current law. As the legislature, as at the federal level, as um, politicians have tightened things up on uh, the different tobacco products, the industry has been very swift in introducing new products, right? So in 2019, we had the federal law to uh, increase the minimum sales age to 21. We also had a flavor ban. So very quickly, the industry was really smart and changed the flavors um, that weren't included. Menthol, for example, has remained on the market as a flavor that's okay to still be used in flavored tobacco products. Um, They've also uh, developed synthetic nicotine. So those pouches that you see advertise that they are tobacco-free. One might think nicotine-free. That is not the case. They have no tobacco leaf in it but there's still nicotine in it. It's a nicotine pouch, synthetic nicotine. So the that product, for example, is not covered under current Missouri law. So as the, like I said, as, as things tighten up legislatively, the tobacco industry has been very, very good at coming back with additional products to keep that nicotine, you know, in the, in the marketplace. Interesting. Well, okay. So, okay. With this synthetic nicotine, um, is there like this concern? Cause I, I think of, um, illicit drugs and how one could move from a lower level one to a, a very potent, powerful one. Now, if, is there a concern that people will eventually switch to the, the usual, the traditional nicotine? as a result of using the synthetic nicotine? Well, that that's a good question. So so often what we do see with use of electro, uh, with electronic cigarette products is dual use. So many people who use electronic cigarettes also use combustible tobacco, which is cigarettes. Um, and some people are also using, um, you know, liquid THC in their electronic nicotine delivery system in that electronic cigarette device. Um, So, you know, we've got kids that are using lots of different forms of nicotine, um, which is a lot for the developing adolescent brain um, and for a young person. Um, It's a lot of nicotine that's being ingested into that person's body, which can lead to addiction. 
Valerie Howard with the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services joins Show Me Today to talk about the state launching an anti-tobacco campaign aimed at parents of teens. Um, so I, I do want to talk about electronic cigarettes a little bit more. Um, you were talking about the youth brain. Um, how can vaping especially be harmful for young people? And Valerie, is it like, is it certain things like you had talked about THC? What about like with THC and stuff like vitamin E or other cartridge ingredients? Right. So just like cigarettes, there's more than just the tobacco. There's more than just a tobacco leaf in that product. There are 21 cancer-causing agents within a cigarette. There are similar ingredients in that liquid nicotine that's being used in those electronic cigarette devices and that liquid nicotine, in addition to the actual nicotine that's there that's causing that high. So all of those additional ingredients can be harmful to your body, to your lungs, to your brain, especially for adolescents as their brains are still developing. The the um, E acetate, I think that you're talking about the vitamin E, which was what was contributing in part to the lung injury outbreak um, in 2019. Um, that's since been removed for the most part, although we do occasionally still get some reports of um, lung injury uh, in throughout the state. Uh, we get those reported here in the department. Let me think, Valerie. Um, how can parents find out more information um, if they're looking for it to uh, talk to their teens or check up on them? Absolutely. Thanks for asking that. So so the website, like you said, tobaccoschangingmo.org has a lot of information for adults, parents specifically, about what these products are, what to look for, how to talk to your child about, um, about using tobacco. There's also information in there about resources that are available to assist a child who might be struggling with youth addiction uh, to nicotine products. So we offer um, a youth texting program called Vape Free Mo, um, where youth can text to 877-3373 for free help to quit using um, their phone. We also have a web-based program where youth can register at www.youcanquit.org, which is, like I said, a web-based program that helps youth with all nicotine addiction. The vape-free mo is specific to electronic cigarette use addiction. And so that information is available on the website. We also have a program available for adults that kind of helps them be that champion to support their child with their quit journey. And that's also available at that's the vape-free all right, Valerie Howard, uh, Missouri's Tobacco Prevention and Control Program Manager. You can find out more information by going to tobaccoischangingmo.org. If you're tuning in late or want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past the turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. 
It's, it's our roads. roads. It's, it's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. If you're talking, they will hear you. Why are we getting killed like this? Kyle's not here. Got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Harsh. Hey, he knew not to drink. We've made that clear to all of our kids, right? Uh, no, not really. Bill, if we don't tell them what we expect and why they shouldn't drink, how are they going to know? Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You try. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control, and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on? None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue? No, but you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. It can be hard to tell sometimes, but if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult. Mom or me, a teacher, coach, school counselor, someone you know and trust. Dad, no kid is going to tell an adult about that kind of stuff. I get it, but if we don't know, we can't help. Speaking up about a problem, that's what helping a friend is all about. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Thanks for listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Teachers and support staff are being celebrated at Wonderworks Branson during the month of May. You still have a couple weeks to take advantage of this. And to tell us more is Faith Bovo, the educational sales manager at Wonderworks. Faith, thanks for joining us. Hi. Thanks for 
for having me. Absolutely. Yes, I'm excited to tell you guys about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wonderworks is the upside down building on the main drag in Branson. Uh, if you've been down there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, just explain first in general what Wonderworks is all about. Oh, yes. Wonderworks is awesome. So Wonderworks is basically like an amped up science museum. We have three floors. We have over 100 different exhibits. They're very hands-on, interactive. Um, the purpose is edutainment. So it's educational entertainment. They can have fun, but they learn a lot while they're here. So um, when you guys purchase your tickets here, uh, you get to go through our exhibits at your own leisure. Your tickets are good the whole day. So that's what's really nice, too, about it. Um, we've got everything from laser tag to an illusion art gallery to a roller coaster simulator. So all kinds of stuff. The first week of May was Teacher Appreciation Week, and you are uh, extending that offer through the month of May. Uh, tell us um, what you're doing for teachers and support staff. Um, teachers and support staff with their ID of where they work um, or where they teach, um, they can come and get free admission for themselves, and then they can bring up to four guests with them for half off. So they get a 50% off ticket for their guests that can be family, friends, whoever they want to bring with them um, to experience our Upside Down House, and then um, they get themselves in free. So all you have to do is register online, and that is under our STEM programs and events tab. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics, um, you offer quite a few exhibits. So pretty much all of our exhibits are actually based on STEM. Now it's STEAM, of course, and we do have the arts involved as well. That's what that A is. And so um, that Illusion Art Gallery I was talking about, there's where you get your arts. We've got um, paleontology. So we have a whole STEM room that talks about forensic science and how words are formed and um, everything that kind of highlights those different STEM careers. Faith Bovo from uh, Wonderworks in Branson joining us. Um, it's uh, also not only the month of May, but during the summer, you offer a lot for uh, camps, uh, field trips, um, homeschoolers. I mean, just so many different groups that can be involved, even uh, sports teams that come down there and play, right? Absolutely. We get sports teams. We get uh, family groups, military reunion groups. We get all kinds of groups. And I'm actually your direct contact for that as well in case you ever want to bring a group. Oh, not bad. Okay, that's good. Um, so yeah. I wanted to ask you about this. What's the, what's the age? What's age appropriate in terms of uh, bringing groups or bringing your kids down? That's a good question. So we have things for all ages, and I tell folks that we've got something if you're 2 to 102, truly. We've got Route 66 tributes for those older folks, and, you know, they have memories of Route 66, and so it's kind of cool they're able to reminisce and learn a little bit more about Route 66 and the history of it, and then also educate those younger kiddos that may not know, um, you know, about Route 66 and how it came to be. So, you know, we've got stuff like that. We've got stuff for the adrenaline junkies that like to go on roller coasters and gyroscopes and things like that. Um, but we also have, you know, a virtual sandbox where the little ones can play in the sand and it's got um, really cool images projected on the sand. Or we've got um, a coloring station where they can color and it brings their picture to life. So truly, if you come as a family, you've got something for everyone to do. Um, we like to say a good age range um, in order to kind of ride the rides and everything like that, I'd say about maybe six to 17, somewhere around there as far as um, a kid's age range. But really, we've got something for all ages. Yeah. 
Uh, WonderWorks in Branson celebrating teachers and all education support staff offering free admission in the month of May. And your, uh, I want to make sure that I get your website right. It's WonderWorksOnline.com. Yes. Now that will take you to our main website for okay. all of our properties. Yeah. But if you go to WonderWorksOnline.com slash Branson, then that'll take you straight to our location. Yeah. And Faith, how do people, because you'll help set this up, how do people reach out to you personally? Yes. Yeah, so I have a direct phone number. Now, this is our main line. So it's 417 area code, of course, 231 9999. And then my extension is 603 in case you ever have questions about um, fundraising opportunities, bringing a group, um, education programs, those types of things. I'm your girl for that. All right. Well, we'll reach out to you, Faith Bovo from WonderWorks Branson. Uh, take advantage, teachers and support staff. Free admission in May and fun stuff to do all summer. Faith, appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me, Bill. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. I see you finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. <laughs> Follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Watch the cars. They can be crazy. Teddy! No! Are you okay? Somebody do something! Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and his helmet is smashed. It's a brand new helmet. It's probably a fake. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart. Buy smart. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. 
The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, college scholarships for the children of law enforcement, a citizen awareness program, and more. For more information on the USDSA and how you can help, visit usdeputy.org. And we're back on Show Me Today, Name, Image, Likeness. It's the next recruiting tool for colleges. And in order for Mizzou to keep up with the rest of the SEC, the Every True Tiger Foundation was started as an NIL collective for Mizzou student-athletes. Not only do they seek out opportunities, but uh, ensure that it comes with serving the community. Former Mizzou star Lawrence Bowers is the foundation's executive director, and he's with Cameron Connor to discuss the initiative. To put it in a nutshell, Every True Tiger Foundation is about creating NIL opportunities for athletes at the University of Missouri. Uh, we do it in a way in which we try to better the community uh, through community service. Uh, we pair all of our contracted athletes with a local or a homegrown nonprofit to allow them to advocate or to uh, do in-person appearances to uh, just provide inspiration to a lot of the kids within those programs. So. Uh, We're trying to better humanity. At the same time, we're trying to better the lives of our athletes that we contract with. What a great opportunity and what a what a great idea for a foundation. Just for the context, for for listening purposes out there, for anyone who who is involved, when did this foundation get started? Well, the legislation for NIL was passed in July uh, first on July first of 2021, so it it hasn't been around that long. Uh, We we started off as uh, advanced Missouri athletes which was a for-profit entity, but we changed our model um, and applied for 501c3 status uh, to become a uh, nonprofit, which um, it's been going very, very well for us. But we did that because we wanted to, if we were going to compensate our athletes, we just figured it would be more beneficial for everyone if we could have them doing great things in the community. So we've been in the game. We were one of the first collectives back in 2021 to get started. And uh, we progress um, a lot, and the whole model in which we are operating in right now has been um, has been a game changer for us. Okay, and I want to bring this next question to a more personal perspective for you because you, of course, mm-hmm. were an athlete at the University of Missouri. You were a student athlete there, and NIL was not even close to fruition yet. It, it was not an opportunity. So, you, as the executive director, how has your experiences? as an athlete transpired to helping these athletes get those opportunities now? Well, for me, you know, like you said, I I was on the wrong side of this. I I didn't receive a single thing um, back in my playing days. And and we did have a lot of success. You know, I would say that we had a lot of marketable guys during my class and during my run. But with that being said, it's, it's really, you know, it's fueled the fire for me. You know, I don't take being in this, this position for granted at all because I I know what type of impact you know if NIL had been around what it would have had on my life you know I I, I had some long days here I struggled uh, financially when I was in college and to see these young guys and young girls have a chance to to better themselves not only on the field or on their uh, on the court but to you know lay the foundation for them moving forward after college financially for me that's a big deal. And uh, that's why I fight as hard as I as I can in the role that I'm in. 
All right, and for those of you just now listening, this is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're talking here with Lawrence Bowers. He is the executive director of the Every True Tiger Foundation. People around the Columbia area, practically anywhere in Missouri, also know who Lawrence Bowers is. So when when we're talking about, let's say I go to the main homepage of the Every True Tiger mm-hmm. Foundation website, it says right from the title of it, it's the preferred NIL collective of Mizzou Athletics, which means there's a heck of a lot of coordination that goes into this with the Mizzou Athletics Department. So can you talk maybe about the mm-hmm. relationship that you have and how it works? Maybe the relationship with the athletic coaches, I guess, how they help you reach the goals of these student athletes. Well, you know, being the preferred NIL collective of Mizzou Athletics, like I said, that is uh, something that we hold dearly because if you look around the NIL landscape at universities, there are multiple collectives on campus or off campus. And with that being said, that creates a lot of donor fatigue, a lot of confusion. Well, here at the university, we are the preferred NIL collective, which means we are the one collective where everyone who loves Mizzou can um, can coordinate on how they can become uh, shareholders and, and donate. So having that preferred status, um, yes, it does mean that we work uh, in unison with Mizzou Athletics on a lot of things. Uh, we're in alignment on a lot of things as well. And um, I just think it adds credibility being able to, you know, have that tiger head on our website and just, just a sense of security, just a sense of security for people who have dealt with TSF for so long, you know, NIL is super new. So you have some people who are skeptical about it, but seeing that the Mizzou athletics and Desiree Reed Francois and her staff, they're behind our initiatives as well. That really, really helps it sink in for a lot of people. So we're very grateful for the relationship that we have with Mizzou athletics. Great. And I want to go back to the student athlete perspective and how you pair some of these nonprofits up, because you mentioned that this is not only just an NIL opportunity, but it's also a rewarding experience that can happen inside the community. So for your experience in helping coordinate a lot of these partnerships, what is it like to help a lot of these athletes become symbols of the community? Well, you know, the the biggest thing for us, we don't want you know, NIL does require transactions, but we don't want to create a uh, collective in which everything seems so transactional, you know, and I know that that may seem a little complicated, but with our athletes, we, we, we try to inspire them. We try to pursue them and tell them like, you know, beyond basketball, beyond football, beyond volleyball, you know, there's humanity and the way most humans, you know, and I'm speaking from a personal standpoint, the way I'm fulfilled is if I can help somebody else uh, get to where they need to be or, or be a better person. And with the route that we're going, the direction of which we operate, you know, having these guys and girls linked up with these different programs, it's definitely an eye opener because they're seeing everyone from different walks of life, right? They may see a single mom who's struggling financially to put food on the table. Uh, they may be working with kids who have um, intellectual disabilities. So, you know, just to open their eyes up to, hey, man, your life is it's a privilege to be in the position that you are in. Hopefully that instills this sense of desire for them to, you know, continue to do God's work uh, beyond their days here working with us. One of the things that I'd love to throw into this interview is the fact that since since the Every True Tiger Foundation is a nonprofit, I'm assuming there's a lot of ways for Mizzou fans or anyone who wants to help out or donate all around the state to get involved. So if someone wants to go about that, how exactly would they do it? Uh, it's very simple. You know, uh, we have a website, everytruetiger.org. On there and on the homepage, it's, it's very uh, 
blatant and, and clear. It says select your program, which lists every program on Mizzou's campus. If you click one of those, uh, it takes you to the donating options. Um, we have annual, monthly, and uh, one time. So, you know, it's fairly simple for anyone to donate through the website. We do also accept checks, um, and, and uh, our address is 2011 Chapel Plaza Court, Suite 1, Columbia, Missouri, 65203. Um, it's, it's pretty simple, man, to be honest. Um, and, and I want to, you know, just reiterate that it's not the, it's not the model that some people think. A lot of people think that, Hey, if, if I can't give thousands and thousands of dollars, well, my money doesn't make a difference. And that's not the case with NIL. NIL is going to consist of everyone from someone who can get $5 a month to a corporation who can give $150,000 a month to a major donor who may be able to give a million. So just want to get that misconception out of there. Uh, it's going to take everybody for us to be a world-class NIL collective. And, I mean, we have the amenities at Mizzou. We have the right coaches in place. Now we just have to grow in this area of college athletics. Every person and every dollar counts. I love that you echo those those sacraments because that is one of probably the best ways to describe it. Lawrence, is there yeah, anything? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. It's huge, you know, because, you know, I've heard this during my year and a few months working this job, like, hey, man, I can't, I can't move the needle. And that's, that's inaccurate. You know, it takes everybody. It does. Lawrence, is there anything else that maybe I, I've left out that's really important to add about the Evertrue Tiger Foundation, whether it's some of the partnerships or the collaboration and the joy of just working with these athletes to get them these great opportunities while also making them do work that they're proud of within the community or, or anything of the sort? Uh, not really. I think we hit on everything. However, I will say that you know, our overall goal is to um, be able to create an NIL deal for all 550 athletes on campus. And obviously that requires the support of the general public, our alums, um, and, and our donors and corporate. So uh, I just encourage everyone to figure out a way to be a part of what we're doing because it's life-changing. And uh, it also has the biggest impact ever on the University of Missouri Athletic Department. It's, this this is all brand new, but we've never had this type of opportunity as a fan, as an alum, as a donor to directly impact certain sports on campus. Executive Director of the Every True Tiger Foundation, Lawrence Bowers. Lawrence, thank you so much for your time here on Show Me Today at The Voice of Missouri. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Anytime you need me, I'm here. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. And for anyone who maybe didn't listen to this entire interview or wants more, make sure to go to the Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Show me today. I drive my bus in a busy city. That's why road safety is so important to me. I know that I must slow down and be extra careful when I make a wide turn. Buses need more room than cars. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving... Remember to give buses plenty of time and space to finish turning before driving ahead. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. I've been driving trucks for a long time. Safety is my number one priority. I know that my truck has huge blind spots. That's why I remember to check my mirrors often for smaller vehicles. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're behind the wheel, try to avoid lingering in those blind spots. It can be dangerous. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
The first three years of every child's life are critical. Learn more about early intervention. How your baby or toddler plays, learns, talks, acts, and moves give important clues as to how they are developing. If you have any questions or concerns about whether your baby or toddler's development is on track, please call 1-800-515-BABY. That's 1-800-515-2229. Call 1-800-515-BABY. That's 1-800-515-2229. Mom and Dad used to argue about everything, especially about Dad's drinking. My family went from totally crazy to quiet, calm, and even peaceful when Mom started going to Al-Anon family groups. I wanted a better relationship with Dad, so I asked Mom if she would take me to her Al-Anon meetings or to Alateen. I'm sure glad I did. If someone's drinking troubling you, you might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon or Alateen family group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON or go to alanon.org. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. If you're talking, they will hear you. Why are we getting killed like this? Kyle's not here. Got caught drinking during the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Harsh. Hey, he knew not to drink. We've made that clear to all of our kids, right? Uh, no, not really. Bill, if we don't tell them what we expect and why they shouldn't drink, how are they going to know? Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Show me today. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on? None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue? No. But you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. It can be hard to tell sometimes. But if you have a concern about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult. Mom or me, a teacher, coach, school counselor, someone you know and trust. Dad, no kid is going to tell an adult about that kind of stuff. I get it, but if we don't know, we can't help. Speaking up about a problem, that's what helping a friend is all about. For more information...